three, two, one. And lastly, I'm going to count and you clap. Three, two, one. There we go. Is that good? I, I don't know. I mean, there's a delay. I don't know how much. Yours are so much. I know we, we got into this last time, but your claps are always way better than mine. You, you know, got, I'm, you got that I'm a clapsman. End. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> if it's I about, ever need a clapper. It's about getting a good air pocket. <laughs> just making, See, it, making it pop. You are, you are looking at the physics of it. I'm just brutally attacking one hand into the other. See, I appreciate the technical finesse. Oh, I can and, tell. And you're more about that heart. I'm about the heart, yeah. I'm a heartsman, you're a finesseman. See, like, I feel like you would go out and, and, and film something and, and sooner, and I don't mean to insult you with this, but insult. You, would, you would sooner forget to adjust your ISO yeah. because you're framing and focusing beautifully. And I yeah. would miss the shot completely because my camera isn't recording because I am focused on like, wait, I need to get my shutter speed right. And then I need to yeah. the ISO, need to dial in the aperture. You, it's a whole uh, big thing. I get lost I, in the details. I would say that is 100% correct. Beyond 100%. Well, I, I have a feeling that we've already started the episode. Oh, have we? I mean, I'll probably put that banter in the beginning about That's clapping and nonsense in there. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah. We don't want to rob the people <laughs> of, of, of our such interesting a gift. conversations, Indeed, our preambles. Exactly. We, the people of the Hardy and Sons, uh, in order to perform a perfect podcast, uh, establish literature. A more perfect podcast. A a more perfect podcast, establish literature and provide for the common listener. Uh, You know, promote the, the, who's the general that sells the insurance? I think it's just the general. Is he just the general? I think <laughs> we'll so. Promote the general. Because yeah. <laughs> that man needs a better job. He's He's been promoting that company for years. Give him something else to do. Crazy Give him a like raise. a fox. Crazy he like a fox. needs to team up with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this is, this is a very fitting moment to segue uh, <laughs> into it. We've been absent for a little while. Our, yes. Our beautiful weekly podcast took some hits at the beginning of quarantine as mm. we figured some things out. Um, but then like the past four weeks, I think it's been f- a month since we've recorded. Yeah, I and, think that's right. And the beginning of that was due to, I was sick. I had gotten um, some very, very uh, quick and acute uh, COVID symptoms, which mm-hmm. was wonderfully terrifying. Yeah, um, they seem to subside quickly, but we don't know anything. Um, however, then by the time I was like feeling good and feeling mm. healthy and ready to podcast, mm. uh, some issues which had long since been a part of America's reality uh, mm. highlighted, in fact, in some of these books that we've been reading, yeah, uh, came came to the forefront and 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 not soon enough and not loud enough. Um, in many ways. And so we thought it was a good idea to continue to hold off Yes. on account of, like I said, this is the good segue because the dumb stuff that we were talking about so far, (laughs) this entire episode has been us focusing on our claps uh, and the the pitch and the, the high range of our claps and whatever nonsense. 
And we understand that there are voices far more important than ours talking about topics far more important than this. Uh, <laughs> yes, and amen. we thought it was a good idea uh, to remain quiet for a couple extra weeks there. Um, but as we come back, as, as we are, are doing here, we want to acknowledge that it is these books are racist. I oh, mean, yeah. End of story. And I think it can be easy to look at, at this podcast and say we are glorifying these books. But I hope the truth is because, I mean, we sort of went into this, this whole podcast project, like loving, like, oh, these are the books we loved <laughs> as kids. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. And so quickly, not only are they awful detectives, but they're awful people. They're just terrible people. And I feel like we're not glorifying the books or no, the we're, time. If, if, if hope... anything, we're bashing the children of these books. And which the author. I, and the author, <laughs> massively the author. I mean, we made him a womanizer who beats his wife or, you know, whatever he, he does. And that the wasn't a stretch. No, not at all. It, yeah. it led, all roads led to that, to so, uh, crazy Sheila. So all that said, as we continue with this podcast, I just want to be clear that I hope we are helping to illuminate how far we've come in many ways from where from when these books were written but also yes. maybe how far we have yet to go and so. it's 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 interesting because we're seeing how far we've come from the 1930s the 1950s as well so we get to see a 20-year gap yeah and we're, and we're analyzing this from the the 2020s yeah <laughs> wow 20 20 70 years or if you want to do it from the original 90 years yeah. Almost a hundred years. Look at us. One thing that, that is interesting uh, to me is, as I look back right now, there's calls to defund the police uh, and there's mm. different opinions about that. And, and there are people who aren't willing to spend the time to understand what defunding the police actually means. And so they're, they're closed off to the idea. Um, but as, as cops are put on a pedestal as heroes mm. in many situations, I think we've seen something interesting where in these originals, yeah. they hate the cops. Yeah. The cops are idiots. And like in the 20s, the cops are <laughs> bumbling idiots and they're trying yeah, they're to jokes. do stuff. Yeah, they're trying to do stuff behind their backs and they're just fat, lazy people who can be blackmailed <laughs> into doing their job. And then something happened in society where for the books to be marketed to children, the rewrites in the fifties, late fifties and sixties rewrite them so that there's a good, healthy partnership with the cops who are doing the right thing. And they're, yeah. they're working in tandem with police instead of trying to circumvent and, and, the law. And not just that, but now these cops are like friends to the children in which like, Hey, you want to hold a, a loaded revolver? Yeah, or someone like in the first book, somebody was in there talking about how they had just been held up at gunpoint, and the chief yeah, was like, "Hang on a second, got to talk to these teenagers." Yeah, I totally forgot about that. So what a great I, I, book! I do think it's interesting that that's a reflection of our society and how we we view police officers in a lot of ways, or how we are at least expected to. Yeah, uh, and here we are, another fifty years later, and. We're questioning whether that was the right move all along. So as as people talk about, as this conversation is happening about uh, the current state of, of policing in the United States, I think people don't know that in the 20s, 
it was in such a state that it was good for children's books to promote working outside of the law to catch yeah. criminals because the police department was unreliable. So they got some new PR, but we'll see how different this is. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Does that mean if uh, there is no more police, will we get more private eye children detective in our world? You know, as they talk about defunding the police, like, I don't know how much you've looked into it and the policies and what they're actually promoting, but I do think there's a lot of potential to take money away from police departments and put it toward high school detectives. Yes, I I would like to be a leader in this think cause. Think about that. You're creating jobs, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, it's something for kids to do once they graduate, too. We take out that, like, I don't know what to do with my life. Well, become a detective, a private eye. Yeah, the Run job market, business. I don't know if you've seen it, is awful. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the whole coronavirus thing, all those jobs that were waiting for college students are now gone yeah, uh, like the economy's just tanked. Like we're in a, a bad, bad place. Yeah, but to be <laughs> to be an independent contractor, seventeen-year-old high school student detective, and hormonal, and hormonal. Obviously, we're gonna yeah. get to that in the beginning of this this <laughs> yes, chapter are. four of what it takes to distract <laughs> Frank Hardy from his studies. Exactly, and it's also. Well, we'll get to the chapter title, but the chapter title seems uh, murderous of uh, Frank Hardy as far as his hormones go, if you connect the two. I will. I will. Thank <laughs> you. Do, you, do you want to bring us into it? I would like to bring us into it. Absolutely. Chapter four, another, another victim. victim. <laughs> yeah, the video chat delay makes that tough. It's a hundred percent of the delay. Which is so weird. My clap finally came through. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear? Wait for it. Uh, so, so to bring you up to speed, it's been a while. Uh, we are reading the been original 1920... Oh, good question. I'm uh, saying nine. Seven. 1927 oh. text of... Uh, the Hardy Boys, The Secret of the Old Mill. We are comparing it to the one that was written in the late 60s. Uh, that was a rewrite of this book. Um, but coming back in time here, chapter four, another victim. He, uh, <laughs> Frank Hardy. I'm just going to read this, this first page. Again, I, think you, it's a I don't want to just read page. this whole thing. but Yeah. When he took his place in class that morning, Frank Hardy glanced over at the desk two aisles away where Callie Shaw was sitting. Oh, yeah. Shaw, yeah. Callie, a brown-haired, brown-eyed miss with a quick, vivacious manner, Whew. was one of the prettiest girls attending Bayport High School. She was Frank's favorite of <laughs> all the girls in the city, and each morning, here we go, each morning, he glanced over at her desk and never failed to receive a bright, and fleeting smile that somehow made the dusty classroom seem a trifle <laughs> less drab and monotonous. And when she was not there, it always seemed that the day had gotten away to a bad start. That's beautiful. So that's love. That's as much love as I think is legal from a 16-year-old. <laughs> also, like, did janitors not exist? 
in the 1930s, was there not a janitor? To fix the like, dusty, why, the yeah, dusty why is classrooms? This, why is this classroom so dusty? There's That's like one question. kid. There's one kid who just sheds a lot. <laughs> or they're in the He's shop like gold class. member. He's sawdust. always just picking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this just dry skin flakes everywhere. She was there this morning, but she was gazing soberly at her books and she failed to return Frank's glance with her <laughs> usual smile. This was something so <laughs> utterly extraordinary that Frank gazed at her open mouth oh for a God. second or so until recollecting himself. He turned to his own books and proceeded to spend much of the time until recess in a state of helpless wonderment. Like the average boy under such circumstances, he racked his brains trying to recollect what he could have done that might have offended Callie. But there seemed to be no solution to the mystery. Okay. So... For what a self-indulged turd. Yeah. And I think as, as we're discussing the merits of a juvenile detective force, yeah. this, does not, this does not support that idea well in that a girl did not make eye contact and smile, and he is in a state of, what is it, helpless wonderment? Helpless, yeah. He also has Come that. On, what, Frank. what is that singing bass called? It was like the the <laughs> Billy Mouth Bass or what was it? <laughs> the Big Mouth Billy Bass, I think. Yeah, the Big but Mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> I was not expecting you to bring up something so wonderful right as I took that sip of water. Yeah, Thank you. I know you weren't. I imagine that's exactly what he was. Is like when he turns and looks at her in the eye, that mouth just. And it just, the motor's <laughs> broke, so it doesn't really sing. <laughs> Don't worry. They have to now. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. Th that's... How, how much, how much, how many of the problems in the world do you think could be solved if everybody just had a big mouth Billy Bass? If would... they had to press the button in the morning... Yeah. And listen to the whole song and watch the fish turn and sing the lyrics to Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, I, Be Happy. I think uh, the world would be a far better place. I think it's better than meditation. Because that's a, oh. a, mi a minute, maybe a minute at max of pure happiness versus 10 minutes of trying to focus on a breath. It's hard to focus on your breath. To focus on a bass and his wonderful mouth movements, that's easy. Oh, my gosh. How much does it go for? Did you check price? No. Oh, I, I, I Googled Bobby McFerrin to make sure I had the name right. Did you have it right? I did. How much? Well, while you're on the Google, is it what a, uh, a uh, big mouth Billy Bass, whatever it's called? Yeah, I let think, me see this. I'd say see, that probably goes on. for $19.99. Here's the test. I'm going to let you know as I type into Google when it fills in my suggestion. <laughs> now, I've typed B-I-G space nothing yet yeah m i get big mouth but not m-o-u-t-h oh, there we go up. okay i had there to go big mouth space b and now we get <laughs> big mouth billy bass now we're talking big mouth billy bass man right, let's see what a great name
That is a gangster name too. Big Mouth Billy Bass. I would buy a hip hop album from the <laughs> Big, Big Mouth, Mouth Billy, Billy Bass. Bass. <laughs> Are we making Big Mouth Billy Bass relevant again? What a mouthful to say too. Make America Big Mouth Billy Bass again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that far too much. Okay, now it looks like we've got a knockoff. Oh no. For 39.99. And bad. the original, I found one. It it does appear to be out of production. I see an original here for one hundred and twenty five dollars. Ooh, yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Oh yeah, I'm looking at a bunch of them now. Now we have Jemmy. Yeah, that's a Jemmy's the first one. This thirty nine ninety nine with four stars. That's Not a bad. that's a that's a good I starfish. I love the colorization of the fish. I feel no. like they got lazy with just green on a on a white piece of rubber. It's exactly what it looks like. It's a lack and, of a paint job. And if you look at the the big mouth Billy Bass, oh beautiful uh, texturing, beautiful texturing, some different patterns. <laughs> look at the little fold under his lip too. It looks like a bulldog. <laughs> oh, what a great looking fish! <sighs> That's why the world is so sad today. The loss of Big Mouth Billy Bass and his wonderful singing. Did you click on the Jemmy one? Uh, I Googled images of the Jemmy one, and I'm okay. not liking what I see. So I'm on the Amazon page, and I see that it is frequently bought with the Potty, <laughs> potty Fisher Toilet Fishing Game, and there's a, a photo of a gentleman on the toilet with his <laughs> pants around his ankles. And he appears to be fishing in some small bowl at his feet. And Don't so, forget about his hat either. He's got one of those Australian <laughs> Outback Explorers hats. Oh, it's about to go is. on a walkabout. <laughs> you know, interesting, this picture, though, of this man using this thing. Are you looking at the picture? Oh, yeah. The the actual bowl that has fish in it is clearly an illustration <laughs> and not actually a photo the real of product. The product. That is so sad. Oh, no one is using this. You know what I would use though is like a miniature golf situation. Okay. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> Mini putt putt toilet adventures. <laughs> Toilet golf potty time putter game. No yeah, way. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. This is exactly what you're no talking about. No way. I, I'm just typing in toilet golf, and yeah, there is a fair <laughs> amount <laughs> of things. Say, there of, are options <laughs> of, yeah, of people sitting on the crapper, sinking putts while sinking turds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Uh, we live in a great uh, a great world for Amazon today. There's so many amazing toys we can spend our money on. I should say waste. Yeah. And I mean, Amazon is actively ruining the world. But. Yes. A hundred percent. But they have made toilet golf accessible <laughs> to the people. For I, I see one as low as $7.99. Yeah, I'm looking at $9.99 here. Wait, can I buy this used? Like, oh my feel- god! Oh, <laughs> don't buy it used, Sean. <laughs> if you're, if you're comes ever- with custom skids. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things in life that you shouldn't buy used. 
toothbrushes and toilet golfer at the top of that list. <laughs> oh Lord, we are we are we are reaching a new height. How of, is this in the uh, clothing, shoes, and jewelry section? The the toilet golf. Yeah, interesting. Huh. Huh? Indeed. I, yeah, I don't know where you would put it. What section you would put it? Do they have a plumbing section? Oh, mine is in sports and outdoors. Interesting. So is, it, is it an outdoor? It is map? neither outdoors, <laughs> and golf is already sort of borderline as a sport in the first place. <laughs> oh, well, offended well, every I've golfer. got some Christmas ideas. Oh, yeah. This is fantastic. This is good stuff right here. I am definitely yeah eight ninety nine and it's out of thirty reviews it's four and a half. That ain't this bad. This one, the bathroom putt putt, and yeah, this is just a gross photo. <laughs> like the man's skin is green. Is that not normal? <laughs> no, I mean I guess it's a, another form of jaundice. Uh, it includes a putting green, a cup with flag, two golf balls putter and a do not disturb sign i feel and... like the flag is unnecessary <laughs> like a flag in golf is so you can see where the pin is from afar from you know a long way away yeah and in this toilet golf you seem to be <laughs> if you can't see the hole from where you are you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong man you know what now i want to make my own little uh not a full putt putt course but like just a single hole where I just build some sort of uh, tin helix and I just buy a green mat and just hit the ball down the tin the tin helix you know uh, my own little putt a, I believe what day is today uh, I believe Sunday. it opens today at the Sheridan uh, okay. downtown the art museum concert place Yeah, they have a nine hole mini golf course but it's all each hole was oh. like an, designed by an artist and they're ridiculous. Like it, it's not that, like you're not doing it for the golf. Like they yeah. have some crazy themed uh, stuff. I, this is like the third or fourth year that they've done it. This sounds amazing. And I am going to go to that. Sure hey, weren't we, golf. weren't we doing a podcast about a book? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> we got uh, to, we got to toilet golf all too quickly. We we derailed very quickly. I feel uh, I feel like there's you know six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. I wonder if you could on Amazon, like by only clicking suggested and like recommended things, how many clicks would it take you to get to toilet golf? <laughs> like I mean, I, I, st start with like I don't know a. a a self-help book or something start start with what is that tony robbins book the power of the mind or something yeah, like yeah. that i Whatever forget that what is. it's called but yeah start there and then see if only clicking links now you can, can I, get yourself to toilet golf could i start with shallow how because that is the best of tony robbins no ah, okay sorry fair enough man sets his rules uh and we left off by the way at one of my favorite uh, moments in this book. Oh yeah, the book. So, uh, so Frank is upset, uh, but there seemed to be no solution to the mystery. Perhaps she had heard of how he had been fooled by the stranger yesterday, and I like mm. the idea that Frank is still just obsessing about his three dollars. 
which back then adjusted for inflation was $200 million. (laughs) I love this, though. I love that he is just so into himself that he thinks, oh, well, she didn't smile at me because I was fooled yesterday. And I took a counterfeit uh, $5 bill and word travels so quick about how stupid I am. Uh, these three dollars in nineteen twenty seven is worth forty three dollars and fifty five cents in twenty twenty. Oh man, yeah, so I would still, be pretty upset. But that's not like a a bankrupt no. situation. I, I've lost forty dollars many a times. I've left it in my pants and accidentally washed it. Well, it should still be there. Yeah, but it's wet. I don't like wet money. <laughs> I throw it out. <laughs> yeah. It smells, smells like lavender. Yeah, Ew. it's too much like linen. And then when I go and give it to people, they feel it. And they're like, well, this feels fake. And then you have to do the burn test, like in Rush Hour 2, to see what color the ink burns. And you're like, oh, well, it didn't burn red. I guess it wasn't fake. And I'm like, eh, it's just 40 bucks. Yeah, but at least they knew <laughs> after it burned up that it was real. Yeah, exactly. So they knew I'm a high roller that has $40. I'm a big bonesman. <laughs> Big mouth Billy Bonesman. <laughs> <laughs> Big mouth Billy Bonesman. Oh Lord. Okay, so so Frank is just in a state of shock, and he feels like a fool because Kali's not smiling at him, and he lost his three dollars. Uh, yeah. But uh, perhaps she felt contempt for him because he had been so easily outwitted. And, you know, skipping ahead a couple sentences. So he's just tormenting himself. And he says, at last he gave it up and tried to dismiss the matter from his mind. But several times during the morning, he cast covert glances in her direction. <laughs> so, exactly is a so covert he hasn't glance. given it up. Does he have like, uh, like uh, the Tom Clancy Rainbow Six goggles, just the, the night vision goggles and... He just puts on this Navy SEAL suit to, to shoot over glances. He thinks it's covert, but the whole classroom hears like the, <laughs> the little electronic sound of night vision. Uh, Frank, what are you wearing? How could they see me? <laughs> you have these big glow. You turned off the lights to it so you wouldn't you blind doing? yourself. Checking for electric eyes. <laughs> Oh, bring it back, the electric eye. Now we're talking. Hey, they use one later in this book. I hope so. I hope it's still a thing in this book. There's no way. I don't think they had electricity back then. Oh, classically. Classic. No one had electricity. Not until I think the 80s. Uh, so, never gets her attention. But uh, when recess came... She walks slowly out of the room, not mingling with the other girls. Frank saw her go outside toward the campus where she sat down on the grass by herself, watching an impromptu (laughs) basketball game and declining all requests to join in the fun. I have to say this sentence made me happy. The fact that she is not wanting to have fun or that the kids are just doing an impromptu uh, basketball game. That she was invited to play. Oh, yeah, look at that. I feel like given how they treat women yeah. in, in the world, uh, yeah. and especially in the 20s, uh, the fact that a basketball game wasn't just for the boys, but they... they Little Miss uh, Collie Shaw was invited. She declined all requests, so it wasn't even like one sympathy request. Like they, She got multiple requests to join the game. 
Look at that. Look at That's that. progress. Look yeah. at that. Look at that. What page are you on, by the way? Page 26, toward the bottom. Oh, yeah, I found it. I found it. Okay, yeah. Boom. So, yeah. Not joining in, uh, he went over to her and flung himself down on the grass besides the girl. Do you think he flung himself like a bass? Like a bass would uh, when it hits dry land? Ooh. Big, big mouth basketball <laughs> like a, billy like a, bass. <laughs> that is fantastic. I have to... When he flings himself down, it has to be the most pathetic gesture of just like... Like in that body language is the I'm so sorry, Callie, that I was duped. <laughs> Please don't yeah. hate me. He's thinking she. I think she clearly knows that I'm missing three dollars because my mass. If I had the three dollars in my pocket, I wouldn't have bounced a millimeter higher. And uh, she had her measurement tools out, and uh, she saw she's that well, he went up. She's well calibrated. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll allow that. That's my kind of humor. <laughs> Objection sustained. I'll allow it. Oh, no. Uh, so then they, uh, he finally wises up and asks her, what, what's the matter, Callie? Uh, she looked up at him and smiled faintly. Hello, Frank. Where did you drop from? And why did you seem slightly lighter than I would have expected? This is just such odd dialogue. I've been sitting right across from you in school all morning, and this is the first time you've noticed that I'm alive. So right here, I feel like you've disqualified yourself from being able to be a detective. Yes. Like you have no attention span whatsoever. This girl who isn't your girlfriend, she's just... The one you fancy. Yeah, the one you like most. She's, what, vivacious? Very vivacious. Uh, Yeah, this is... And because she didn't smile at you, you have been derailed into just (laughs) a a heap of a man. Yeah, now you're just flopping all over the place. Yeah, like a a big mouth Billy Bass. (laughs) Someone needs to tell Frank, don't worry. (laughs) Just be happy. I'm sorry, Frank. I didn't mean to be rude. I've got something on my mind this morning. That's all. Trouble? She She... nodded. What about? Money. Oh, this must must scare Frank. He knows it's about the $3. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Jeez. Um, so, So she tells the story. That essentially her, she lives with her cousin, yeah. Miss Polly Shaw. P. Shaw. Uh, and Callie's parents live in the country, but they sent their daughter frequent remittances to pay the expenses of her education in Bayport. Mm. So I guess Bayport High School is a private high school. That's what it seems to be, yeah. Um, but So that, that makes the whole, um, uh, who's the kid from the first book? Oh, uh, uh, Slim Robinson. Slim Robinson. Yeah, that makes his story even more tragic. He finally got into this private schools. His dad finally could earn the money, and uh, yeah, you know, as everything we were talking, goes sour. 
as we were talking a moment ago about Callie Shaw being invited to play basketball in 1927, I had to pause for a second and be like, wait, what was the actual year that women Bas- got the right to vote? Oh. Because um, it, it was in the 20s. And so I had to quickly Google search. It is 1920. Uh, Look at that. When they nationally got the uh, the legal right to vote. But the fact that I had to check when women got the right to vote, but I knew Slim Robinson, <laughs> there's there's something that needs fixing. You're just a diehard fan. Just a diehard fan. Of women's right to vote. Of women's right. Exactly. And Slim Robinson. And, and Slim his, Robinson's right And to his vote. right to go to school. Um, but apparently her cousin, Polly Shaw... Uh, owns a beauty supply shop mm. and was swindled. Yeah. Making a long story short, she had to make some change. Somebody came in with ordered $12 of product, which apparently is a huge order, as she explains, um, but only at a 50. And so Polly had to make change for the 50, and turns yep. out the 50 ain't no good. Yep. Oh, man. Swindled. Swindled. So. Vegas just reopened. Oh, look be- at that. Because, I mean, why not gamble with your life? <laughs> right? <laughs> but one of the things that struck me the, when I was in Vegas at NAB last year and I was just walking around, there, there's like a Gucci store in every casino. That's awesome. No. <laughs> But, like, honestly, every store has, like, a, a Prada and a Louis Vuitton and a Gucci. Like, they have all these super high-end, like, Cartier. Like, you can get yourself nice watches and all this stuff in every casino. And in each of these stores is three or four staff members. Yeah. And I have to think, how much business do you need to conduct to justify your Gucci store staying open. Like if you, if you don't sell stuff every day, then you're going to be defeated by the Gucci store in the casino (laughs) next to yours. And I just thought it's so weird. And I wanted to go in and ask, I just straight up be like, how much, how, like how much revenue did you make today? How much in sales did you make today? And what do you normally make? Because I can't imagine it is sustainable. That's that seems like the question someone who's about to rob the store would ask. Well, that's why I can't do it now because I'd be wearing a face mask for coronavirus. <laughs> but it'd be Gucci. It would be a Gucci mask. Yeah. Um, but that I say all that to say, how much is this like this twelve dollar order? Mm-hmm. is a huge order at this beauty supply store. How much is rent? How much is this beauty supply store making in a day that for her to to lose $50 is like life-threatening for the sake like, of the store? And, and by the math, I mean, that's going to be a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. But it comes back to like, how like is this beauty supply store just hanging on by a thread? By a thread? Yeah. Well, it was the Great Depression. I mean, their That's school true. their school is filled with dust. <laughs> but that dust is actually foundation makeup. <laughs> so they're in the beauty school parlor this entire time. Yeah. 
you know the song the, beauty school dropout from yeah Greece? it's a great song yeah yeah that's written about <laughs> this that's why there's dusty foundation yeah and now polly shaw's running her own well that's good no one in the school has too much of a shine they're all uh powdered up which is great yeah 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 they've got, <laughs> they've got good healthy looking skin they're not going to be scaly I, like a yeah. fish until they go out <laughs> <laughs> nicely done i was gonna say they until get, they go out until the sun and then when you're like powdered up and you go out into the sun every hair on your face just pops i've seen it happen many a time you'll go out and just look like a wolf man it's insane I'm telling you, powder your face and walk outside. Every small little hair you have just pops. I might do that. <laughs> so I I officially uh, deleted my Instagram account. My man. Uh, and Enjoying I know you, life. you've removed the app several times from your devices. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know where your current stance is. but Off the devices. I don't have it anywhere. And I don't even know what my passwords are. Yeah. So... I don't think our Hardy and Sons Instagram is going to be that active, unfortunately. Oh, no, because no, I'm not. That... I'm not going to maintain it, and I'm sure you're not. No, uh, never. <laughs> but I feel like this would be a classic moment of like, I'm gonna go powder my face and step into the sun and see if my hairs pop, and post a picture on Instagram. But maybe we'll have to just make like a gallery on our website. See, I like that idea. Let's start our own Instagram. <laughs> It'll be better than those other ones. Yeah, I, that's not a bad idea. We can get into the social media game. Yeah. 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 So, uh, what is it? Do you know the woman? This this woman who came in and you know paid with the fifty. They're asking. Frank is asking Callie about what. Polly saw so this is already like five steps removed uh, but she says no the woman was a total stranger she was rather handsome and was well dressed Polly didn't hmm. suspect anything wrong as a matter of fact it wasn't until she picked up the paper after work last night and read that the banks had issued a warning about counterfeit money that she began to think about it she called up Mr. Wilkins who works in one of the banks and he came over to take a look at the bill by the way that's customer service that's yeah. That's darn good customer Banks service. Come, Hardy's had to run across the street to the bank, yeah, like chumps and leave those pie plates <laughs> just dangling just in the window, dangling, waiting yeah, to be exactly. bought by someone else. No, but Wilkins, man, coming over, coming in clutch. And I've always said that about Mister Wilkins. Oh, Mister Wilkins, like that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mister Wilkins. Oh, Mister Wilkins. Yeah. Look at us doing a obscure Dennis the Menace joke. Yeah, I think it resonated with the audience. They yeah, I think it. it did too. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> now watch out, because Christopher Lloyd's coming and he's got beans. Um, so <laughs> well done. Oh, that's still so scares Callie me. has the fifty with her and gives it to Frank. Uh, and uh, and like the five dollar bill that he and Joe had been. Uh, given it was crisp and new. Frank had seen very, very few $50 bills in his life, either genuine or otherwise, but he realized that this specimen was a very good imitation. So, again, 
a little glimpse into I feel like the boys get richer in the rewrites. <laughs> yeah, I, like I agree. They've got with that. motorcycles, they've got the gymnasium, they've got the the three story house at, at the corner of Elm and I don't know what the other one was. Oh, you've upset High me. High Street. Elm and High Street? I couldn't tell you. I didn't even remember Elm. God, I'm gonna hate that's right. <laughs> um But they, you know, they're they're doing all right. Yeah. Got, and and they get a boat. They save up to buy a boat. Yeah, at the and age they're getting of like in this sixteen. Episode. Uh yeah. But the fact that they've never seen a fifty dollar bill. I don't buy that. I think Frank is playing coy. Because they just got all the money from the Tower Treasure. You think Frank's trying to get out of paying for the date? Oh, yeah. I like, definitely oh, I've never that. even it's, seen yeah. a 50. What, are, what exactly is this? Do you this? mind covering? What, what do I do with this? Do I eat it? I don't know. <laughs> Frank, take the money out of your mouth. <laughs> Go finish your basketball game, you weirdo. Uh, one could say, yeah... Yeah, I mean, you already, it, it could be a big mouth basketball game. <laughs> I don't think I made that that connection, that obvious, obvious waiting connection. <sighs> so they don't if, know if, if this. Big uh, Mouth Bass Billy or Billy the Big Mouth Bass does not sponsor this episode, I'm going to be very upset. Yeah, they've got to still have a marketing person, right? <laughs> if not, God, we would, just started it. I would love to like meet somebody like in a nice suit and like, hi, I'm Sean. I'm a video producer. And, like, I am Chester. I'm the vice president of marketing at Big Mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> I'm the vice president of global marketing and, and communications. You already know he's wearing a tie that's got basses all over it. Oh, of course. There's no doubt about it. And the bottom of his tie <laughs> flips up and the bottom opens and, the and bottom sings. starts singing. <laughs> that is a million dollar idea right there, actually. The big I wonder... Billy Bass necktie. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you think the rights to Big Mouth Billy Bass could be worth right now? The... <laughs> I think we could get it for a steal. We have to be able to. Dude, I just typed in singing ties, and there's nothing. There is okay. no tie. It's it's like essentially like the birthday cards where you press a button on it, and it just has like a built-in stereo. But we just have to make an automated portion that pops up and then kind of starts flapping. All right. Hang on a second. Uh, all right. So... Jemmy owns the trademark to Big Mouth Billy Bass. Uh, and domestically, this covers novelty items, namely animatronic singing fish. This is what the, <laughs> this is what the trademark application covers. I think someone could say that a singing necktie is a novelty item, but I think that just means that we need to prove that it's high fashion. I think that would be easy to do in a world where people wear trash bags like lady gaga and suits made out of meat the so. international classification for this trademark is uh category 028 games and playthings gymnastics and sporting articles not included in other classes decorations for christmas trees look at that okay so as long as the the necktie is not made for a christmas tree so we need to make sure on our front box we show a Christmas tree with an X through it. <laughs> yeah. And I think we'll be fine. 
I do. I, I like this idea a lot, dude. I like this idea a lot. This is big. This is huge. This is what sinks me financially. So, is my investment into the big mouth Billy Bass singing necktie. Hang on, I just I just went to Jemmy.com, which is is the <laughs> trademark owner, and their uh, their catchphrase is "Innovation starts here." Uh, and from what I can see on their homepage. The <laughs> their homepage <laughs> featured products and I'm again, again I'm going to remind you that the uh, the tagline is innovation starts here but we've got the rockin road squirrel which appears to be a awesome animated plush squirrel the rockin road squirrel rides like a king on its souped up chopper push the button to watch him rock out to a classic song it's a hilarious and entertaining gift that's perfect for Father's Day. Uh, and this says on here, under the bullet points, bullet point A, animated plush character. Bullet point B, plays a fun song. Does not say what that song is, though. Oh, what is it called? Uh, I'm looking at the, the Rockin' Road Squirrel <laughs> on Jemmy.com. There's also where innovation starts here. There's also a pumped up T-Rex, which appears to, it's a, wearing a tank top that says, Dad, you're a beast. <laughs> this is great because I've been struggling to figure out what I should get my dad for Father's Day. And this Jenny.com is a one-stop it. shop. <laughs> so the squirrel is a biker squirrel with sunglasses and a leather jacket. That's but correct. it's cut off. Does it have a little tattoo, too? Am I seeing uh, this correct? On the hand? I yeah. think that's the Jemmy logo. Oh, well, they screwed up there, but, you know, I can forgive them. That, I mean, that is, Sean, if, if I were to describe innovation, it would be this squirrel. Well, if you bought the rights to Big Mouth Billy Bass and you want to talk about innovation, I'm also looking at another product here, which is an animated plush called Father's Day Bass on a Log. And it's a, a fish sitting upright on a log wearing a hat that says real, R-E-E-L, like a fishing reel, real awesome dad. Oh, uh, that's this, great. This one is an animated plush character. Bullet point two is plays a classic song. Oh, I wonder what that classic song could be. So the rock and road squirrel plays a fun song. This <laughs> plays a classic song. Dude, this website is terrible. I can't even, uh, it's not working for me. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Holiday license and style under plush. And this is fantastic. There's a airblown inflatable Uncle Sam with a banner that says, God bless America. Which, oh, no. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, but why you don't get to put that on a website where you say innovation starts here. You took the most tired American cliche and made a, cheap nylon version which i'm gonna go ahead and promise you this was this, not made in the united states uh no no way no way you're telling me you think the christmas flamingo was made in the united states <laughs> the dance boss boo banner ghost <laughs> the dance 
Boss Boo Banner Ghost. So we've got the inflatable Uncle Sam with the God Bless America banner. We also have one riding <laughs> a Stars and Stripes uh, like rocket firework thing holding a, I believe, a, another, yeah, God Bless America, but he's absolutely going to oh, die. no. Yeah. Well, it's okay because the Felice Naughty Dog will show up and save him. <laughs> Naughty dog. These are amazing. These puns are are just. Are you still on Jimmy? Or on Jimmy.com? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's seven pages of this. I'm looking through all of these. Are you kidding me? These are fantastic. God bless. God bless America. Oh. Man, there is just no way this stuff is made anywhere near America. No. But these are great. We, we need to get in contact with these people because we are about to show them true innovation with the uh, necktie. With the singing necktie, yeah. Because oh, now these, there's not even good puns anymore. Uh, ew, they've got a scary Pennywise. That doesn't fit their category. The naughty dog. Feliz naughty dog is... Yeah, it's, it's the first page that has everything good. Oh, dude, they have a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. All right. Cool. Well, anyway, oh, my God. <laughs> What'd you find? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Huh. Uh, I can't say. I won't say ah. what I found. I will tell you afterwards. But uh, long story short, do not go to Jemmy.com. Do not buy their products. Uh Oh no! And and when the lawsuit opens up for public comment against our singing necktie, uh, <laughs> please please write in in support of us. Oh Lord! That well, so they, they me. go back. They go back to their house. Remember, we're doing a book review. Is that what we're doing? Uh, and they take it to old Fenton, and uh, and Fenton exclaims, "So they're dealing in fifties now." As nice. he looked at the money. Uh, and so Mr. Hardy drew a magnifying glass from his vest pocket. He's a vestman. Nice. He's a vestman. Everyone knows this. Uh, and uh, he makes a close scrutiny of the bill. It seems to have been printed on the same press, but I'm not sure. Which is a weird thing to say. Like, either it appears to be on the same press and you're sure, yeah. or you can't say. Like, I don't know what you're looking at that indicates... This yeah. bill was made on the same press as another that would leave it up for ambiguity. That Yeah, that is a fantastic question. And how many different presses were there back in the day or variations? Turns out, turns out adult detectives, also useless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. These uh, things are so cleverly done that it would take an expert to notice any differences. And you are Which not, Which seems to sir. indicate, yeah, that yeah. it's not. <laughs> so then why state your opinion, Fenton? It's a great question. You turd. Uh, uh, the paper seems to be of the same kind, just a shade lighter than the paper used in genuine money. And there are certain little differences in the engraving that are almost identical on each bill. Miss okay, Shaw won't man. mind if I keep this, will she? Uh, and then so he says he's going to send both bills to an expert in the city. Um, 
And that's pretty much it. They're just, you know, perhaps when the expert sends me his report on these bills, I'll have something more to work on. If it turns out that there is one central gang circulating this money, then we'll all have to be on the lookout. But I would surmise that's the last sentence of the chapter. Uh, yeah. But, but I would say if there isn't one central gang circulating all the money, you would still need to be on the lookout. Yeah. Being on the lookout I should not be a conditional statement. <laughs> for counterfeit money i agree with you a hundred percent i do gotta say i'm enjoying this book way more because there's so much more weight like we're watching businesses fail now mm-hmm. and like there is uh yeah, you think you know, polly shaw's beauty supply store is gonna recover from this no <laughs> no she just paid the money for the new electrical fixtures <laughs> but and do they have to pick a name that rhyme with Cali? What what lazy writing? Callie and Polly, yeah. Yeah. Cali Polly. Cali Polly Shaw, baby. And their sister Holly. And their sister Holly. Oh, golly. I wonder if Molly is a part of this nice. jolly family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll stretch it. I don't care. And their little <laughs> nephew, Solly. Mm, man, I like that. That but is. David, I'm going to ask you a question, and I need you to answer me honestly. This is on the podcast. I'm leaving yeah. this in. Yeah. We're at the end of a chapter. We are at the end of a chapter. We can take a break and then do the second chapter that we were going to cover. Chapter five, Curing the Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like we're already pushing up close to an hour. Yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah. we should stop and have a new episode because chapter five is the greatest chapter <laughs> I've ever read. And I don't want to feel rushed. No. And you know what? I think what would be a great bit is at the very end of this episode is when we take our commercial break <laughs> and we come back for like three seconds. Yeah, I was going to say, because if we just put the commercial break at the end, we don't actually see revenue from it. It has yeah. to be in the middle of, an, like, there has to be a segment afterwards. So, yeah. Is there rules so, of how long that segment has to be? We're going to find out. <laughs> and with that, the boys, the took, boys a break. took a break. <laughs> and we're <Baby>. back. <laughs> the, the water went up my... <laughs> goodness i felt it come down my nose i've never shot water out of my nose before that was a weird feeling did it shoot or did it just fall it drizzled it oh, drizzled wow. back into my mouth i redrank it <laughs> it's, a, <Ew>. I, <laughs> it's like a water pump <laughs> i'm glad that's something i didn't see oh oh but we can discuss goodness. more when we get to part three <laughs> i'll allow it <laughs>